You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians and we talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. Just want to take a little moment to talk about the first Vox and Hops t-shirt, which was pre-ordered two weeks ago. I'm stoked to receive those and to send them out to you. It's coming. I'm excited. I can't wait to see those pictures of all you Vox and Hops says with the Enjoy Life Metal and Craft Beer shirt. Take some pictures of yourselves wearing the Vox and Hop shirt, and I'll share it all over my social media. So thank you so much to all the Vox and Hops heads that supported the podcast by picking up a shirt. I greatly appreciate it, and I can't wait to start mailing them out to you. Today on the podcast, I am with Scott Reeder, the drummer of Fu Manchu. Here it is, Vox and Hops, episode number 57. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today, I'm with Scott Reeder from Fu Manchu. Good evening. And we are at Heavy Montreal. Yes, we are. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Let's talk about your soundtrack to your youth in your house. What did your parents listen to Uh, when you were young? My parents were, speaking as a child of the 70s, um, my parents were into a lot of different music, actually. I'd say my mom was primarily sort of like a country rock person, Southern California, Sound, Eagles, Jackson Brown, kind of Warren Zevon type thing. My dad was into that stuff too, but he liked like uh, guitar music. He liked Jeff Beck mm-hmm. and Aldi Miola and uh, Les Dudek. There's some names for you. There you Dig go. Dig yeah, deep yeah. on those guys. <laughs> um, and Dire Straits, that Buck kind of stuff. Right, yeah. I mean, he went to go see the first Dire Straits U.S. show, I think, at the Roxy in really? L.A. And uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I kind of grew up with the, I guess you could say, just kind of like the stereotypical '70s stuff. And uh, I think when I was a kid, I mean, my two main bands that I was really into. We're ELO and Queen. Fucking right. Those yeah, were, yeah. I, I know. Those were the, the bands that me and my closest, my my cousins, who were basically like brothers and sisters, because uh, I'm an only child, um, they, were the, they were the bands. And I had a choice in, I think it was 1978 or 77, to either go see Queen at the Long Beach Arena or... ELO and Journey at Anaheim Stadium. Holy shit, that was the same night? Uh, no, they weren't the same night. There was a, like my mom had said, you can go to one concert. We can't go got to it, both got of it. them. Yeah, yeah. So I chose ELO. Well, they had Journey with them. Right. Well, and this was ju- just when just when Steve Smith had joined the band too. Okay. So it was really early like Wheel in the Sky Journey. And I loved ELO and it was a great show, the spaceship tour and all that stuff, but the production too. But, yeah. but I know now that I ch- should have chose. I should have chose. Did you ever get to see them after that? I ELO or no Queen? No, you know I was super bummed because in the early '90s when they were starting to have a resurgence, and I was hoping that they were coming back. And yeah, I think yeah, at yeah. that time, you know, you he could, was just so sick. You that, could kind of yeah. hear rumors of stuff going on, and I'm like, it can't be true. They just made that record. He's singing his ass off. It can't, you know. So and I remember going to England for the first time at that time, and I I jumped off a. Uh, one of those big red buses and there was a guy wearing a queen button. I was like, yeah, queen. And he's like, you taking the piss. And I'm like, I'm not. I didn't even know what that meant. I'm like, I fucking love queen. He's like, no, Americans love queen. I'm like, oh, you know, sorry for the botched English action. But yeah, so th- those were the bands that I, and, and then when I started 
you know, kind of learning my own stuff and playing drums, then it was kind of like, oh, all these other bands, you know. Why, why drums versus if you're, you grew up in a house with a bunch of guitar I don't even songs. know. Probably because I couldn't play guitar. I couldn't make yeah. a chord. My dad tried to show me a C chord, and I'm like, I can't do that. Was he a guitar player? He played guitar just with his friends, you know, and stuff. They'd sit around and acoustic and play in a circle, that kind of stuff, you know, and probably do other 70s things. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and look pretty fucking cool doing it. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So I just I always was making noise. Actually, my cousin, who uh, was close to me in age, started taking drum lessons when he was seven, and I was like a year behind him. So then I started taking him, and then I got into you know elementary school and middle school bands and stuff like that. And what was that like? Mountain of a song that you learning to play drums. You wanted to play so bad, but it was just just so far out of your reach. Uh. I don't, you know, I, there's so many, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still trying to convince myself I can play drums every time I sit down and go like, can I still do this? You know, play for a week and then sit down and be like, okay, here we go. Hope it works. You know, so <laughs> flip the switch. Yeah. Mind. Flip the switch. Yeah, see yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's, there's lots of them. I can't, you know, I probably haven't, I've, I've not mastered anything. So, you know, I'm always, a, always a student. Vox and Hops is all about beer. Yeah. And hanging out with metal musicians. Are you a craft beer enthusiast? I I do enjoy the hops. I do uh, like that. I I'm more of a booze man than I know we're a stoner rock band, but I I'm, I'm more of a, a a drinker than a smoker. Uh, I'm sort of uh, I'm kind of torn with the craft beer stuff. I mean, there's there's definitely some breweries near our house. Uh, in where I live in Costa Mesa, there's a really good one called Barley Forge. Fucking right, man. Yeah. And uh, that place is really good. They do the Grandpa Tractor. And the uh, what would a grandpa tractor be? The grandpa tractor is something that your grandfather rides in a field. <laughs> My grandfather had a John Deere, uh, but the the, the the really good one that they have is the Patsy, which is a coconut rye stout. Ooh, and that's really good. And by the way, that pairs very nicely with donut holes. Believe it or not, I I, I, I can see it. The sugar, the that sugar. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, an yeah. accidental thing, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that that place is really good. And we have some of the chain places like the Yard House and stuff that have lots of beers. Um, I uh, became a, I'm a, you know, whenever we go to Europe, I love going to Germany and, mm -hmm. you know, sampling everything. Every You know, there's always something new. The classic even, pure beers. Yeah, and even, the, you know, I'm still a fan of, like, London or uh, Fuller's, you know, London Pride. I'm still a fan of that. I love the Trooper Ale. I love that. That's really good. Um, I was just in Maui this in March and uh, hit up Maui Brewing Company, which is great. And we're finally starting to get some of that stuff on the mainland. I've, I've never had that even yet. Their, well, even their Pilsner. I mean, they do a lot of different craft stuff there. Uh, they have a bikini blonde, which is, uh, it's a Pilsner and it's just, it's, it's beach drinking beer. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Clear. I think probably my, my favorite, cause I, I'm not too hot on the IPAs too much. I can't really do, I, you know, they go to my head way too, but there's one from a place called Pizza Port in Carlsbad. Yes. Yes. yes I know it very well. And yeah. it's uh, Swami's. Yes. And, and that is pretty much my favorite of the IPAs cause it's a really good balance between the Pilsner and the, and the IPA. It's just perfect. For me, that's that's fucking awesome. Yeah, 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 that's great. But I like to try. I like to try lots of different ones. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll try any beer as long. I don't really like a lot of fruit in the beer. I don't yeah. like the strawberry, the raspberry. What about like a sour? Have you gotten not? I'm not sour a sour train? guy. No, uh, Brad is Brad is the sour man. Awesome, awesome. He is the guy that will you know. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't really like, dig the sour ales, and probably that's why I don't like kombucha. <laughs> so yeah, it, yeah. They're yeah. kind of similar, you know? They're, they're so. definitely, I feel, I feel what you're yeah, saying they, there, yeah. There's a gray area between yeah. those two, but yeah, Brad could, Brad can talk sour ales, and he's got a, he's got a, a very good palate for that kind of stuff, so. You, you mentioned that you're considered a stoner man. Stoner rock, I guess. Stoner, yeah. stoner rock. Uh, how how do you feel like when you're like associated when it's stoner rock is a style of music but a lot of people think that it, it ties in with smoking weed. Uh-huh. What what do you think about that? About smoking weed? No, what not about, about smoking it? weed. Oh. Smoking weed's fine, but being considered because you you play a slower vibe of music, it's considered a stoner rock. Ah, uh, you it's know, it's tied I'm, to being people smoke. Do you feel like your crowd actually does smoke more weed than a typical uh, metal band? Uh, I don't think so. That's why I'm wondering. I think everybody smokes weed. That's what I think too. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody has. By this point, it's you know, it's not a big deal, and I think it's like anything else. It's like. You know, you can you can call us whatever you want as long as you show up and have a good time. I don't, I yeah, you know, and and a lot of our stuff is not. I mean, we have some slow stuff, but a lot of our stuff is inspired. You know, we have a lot of faster stuff too, and not droney. We don't tune way down, and you know, so I think it's just a tag that kind of got put on but again it's like that's not something we came up with that's right it's, it's something to put it, you in some catalog somewhere yeah and if it you know it puts you in a community of people that play music where other people come to see it then far out whatever you know how are you enjoying your time at heavy montreal it's great weather's been great we got no rain we got a lot of sunshine food's great bands are great seeing people we know and you know there's nothing more fun than that showing up at a festival and you cross this band that you didn't know was on the bill or yeah you weren't paying attention that they're on the bill they happen to be there with another band and yeah. it's like just with the best best on the road tour experience yeah it's cool it's cool it's like a, getting a little bit of home so yeah. yeah what would be one last question absolute tour horror story who uh horror story um we've been pretty lucky actually we haven't had any uh aside from you know the normal mileage wears and tears that you get and then you know everybody gets that it's yeah. part of it's like you get that when you when, you, dri- when you when you drive that far yeah traveling yeah. is the work part but i mean i don't you know I, horror stories we've been pretty lucky we haven't had any i can't really think of anything too damn crazy i mean you know maybe being stuck in a bus with you know people you don't like no <laughs> no. Well, no luckily that hasn't happened either but you know stuck in a bus that's like ready to break down at any minute or something you know but that's like that's just part of the the territory you know yeah, as you're, when we're traveling as far as we do yeah yeah exactly the shit's bound to go down yeah exactly so sometimes you know the horror story is is when you really want to get home and you can't that's a horror story but then again it's not it's all relative you and know? then you get home and you spend a few months at home and then you're like god i wish i could just try and be on tour just for one day you know yeah well i kind of i mean i really like where where i live i'm lucky so i i don't i you know people va- come to where i live to vacation yes and so when i can ride 10 minutes to the beach on my bike i just kind of go like ah this is ridiculous <laughs> and then someone goes you want to go to France and play a festival. You want to go to Greece and swim in the ocean and play a festival. And you're like, sure, let's go. Let's do that. How soon can I be home? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you sitting down with me. taking yeah, the time. I know you're busy. Sure. I know what these things are like. So I really appreciate it. Cool, man. Cheers, brother. Thanks so much. Yeah, you got it. Cheers. 
Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Scott, just so cool. I uh, had a great time talking with him. And uh, as you may have noticed, we did not drink a beer during this episode either. I offered him a beer and he wasn't interested and I wasn't going to push it on him. But he did happen to know a whole bunch of stuff about craft beer, which I thought was interesting. And uh, it makes me want to go to Costa Messi to drink some of that great craft beer that he was mentioning. So uh, cheers to you, Scott. Don't you forget that this weekend I am at... Le Festival Bière et Saveur in Chambly, Quebec. It is the first time that Vox and Hops is going to be at a beer festival. As a media, I'm going to be interviewing some brewers. I'm super excited about that, and I can't wait to share my experience of the festival with all of you, my favorite beers, my favorite breweries, just what it was like in general. I can't wait to talk about that and to share my brewers' interviews with all of you. It's coming up in the next few weeks after the Heavy Montreal interviews are completed. So I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a great week, and remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hopsheads. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget, and we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a One Hit Blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.